mostly we try to find either another church use for it, either as a meeting hall or, or whatever, or selling it for a secular but not profane use, either to another religious denomination or to a municipality or to a company that wants to do something with the building. And only in the last instance, when everything else has failed, do we consider something as final as tearing something down. From personal experience, I live nearby in an empty former Catholic church. There's an available sign out front that, to my knowledge, has been there for at least three years. Is that a typical amount of time for a vacated church to remain unsold? Yes, because um, it's it's difficult for people sometimes to wrap their head around what to do, because it's so a church is usually a big open space, and what do you do with it? There are artists that have bought our, some of our smaller churches to turn into galleries and workshops and stuff. A rectory is kind of easy. It's a home. Um, a convent or a school, it's kind of easy to see that as a assisted living or condominiums or something. But a church building, it's either got to be very large to rehab into condominiums or kind of smallish to become a gallery. Everything in between involves a lot of creativity. According to the real estate listing of one church up for sale in Northampton, there's a condition that comes with buying the property that it never be used for any purpose, quote, inconsistent with the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. So what uses does that rule out for for one of these spaces? It rules out uh, profane um, uses. For example, there was a case in New York uh, called the Limelight uh, case in the former Episcopal Church that was sold and was um, turned into a strip club. So those are the kinds of things we're looking to preclude. This was uh, a sacred site. Worship went on there. It was built by a faith community for a faith purpose. So we want to ensure the integrity um, of the use of that site going forward. Do you think having that condition uh, that a church, a former church, can't be used for profane uses or anything against the teachings of the Catholic Church, does that make it any more difficult to sell these large spaces? Um, Yes, uh, it does. People have either walked away from a deal or have stayed in there to make the deal, and we've been able to arrive at mutual understanding of what it is we're, we're trying to preclude. Turning a church into, say, a neighborhood clinic in which perhaps abortions or contraceptives are given out that would, to us, be a profane use. But an artist who wants to turn it into a gallery, um, that does not mean at all that we would be scrutinizing what he paints or sculpts. In these recent rulings for for the church in Holyoke and, and in Northampton, it's deconsecrating the church. It's, it's making it a secular space, correct? Right. It's no longer suitable for divine worship. So given that, why should the church still have a say in what the use is uh, going forward? Um, it's a perfectly understandable question. We believe it was uh, a sacred site where worship took place. Um, as uh, Catholics, we believe that, you know, on the altar, uh, through uh, the prayer of the community, um, Christ himself and his body and blood are present. And it's out of respect for that past history that we're concerned about the present and the future. So we just want a respectful use to be put to that building that that once was a worshiping community for people and once had 
very sacred and very holy things going on in it. Well, Monsignor Bonzani, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. My pleasure.